doing on today's show, classic board games are changing. We're going swimming in space. Those boards don't work on water unless you've got power. And the community of winged insects have officially stated they're not fully embracing the term the bee's knees. This is episode five of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. This is episode five. My name is Alex, and as always, I am joined by Jojo Maldonado. How are you doing today? Pretty good, sir, as always. Uh, and look who's joining us today. His name is Justin Grunin. He and I are, uh, well, we're co-workers as of yesterday. I, I actually am 27 hours ago? Yeah, something like that. 28 hours ago? I, I swi- I'm switching jobs and starting a new gig here on Monday. And uh, Justin's become a good friend of mine at work. And uh, now here outside of work. And we want to welcome him to the show. Hello, Justin. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure being here. I uh, can't wait to get started and talk about all the nerdy things that I love so much. Well, wonderful. Awesome. Well, Justin and I always uh, talk about fun, nerdy stuff at, uh, at work. So... I'm looking forward to bringing this into the show. Um, Justin's got a lot of, of cool ideas on different things ranging from video games to anime and stuff. We always have good conversations, so he was naturally somebody that I wanted to have on the show. Um, Justin, why don't you tell the, the world a little bit about you? Yeah, sure, no problem, Alex. Uh, uh, as Alex mentioned, I'm a big fan of uh, anime and all the, all the good stuff from uh, manga and comics to uh, regular TV shows. Um, even even some of the stuff here produced in the uh, good old USA, but mainly the stuff that comes out of Japan. Also, big fan of gaming. Uh, I've grown up playing a lot of different MOBAs and uh, also games like World of Warcraft, all the good classics that you know you've grown up and love. And I'm just a uh, just a good old fashioned you know nerd and everything like that. Uh, and we love you for it. Absolutely. And and like we we say every every episode, it's all about what you're passionate about, and we are here to celebrate it. So, um, why don't we get into what we are drinking today? Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer of the show is brought to you by Hurricane Joaquin, who got wet and wild, and then pulled out early. I like a man who knows how to party. Wow, Joaquin knows how to party. He does know how to party. Wow. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're featuring Redbeard Brewing Company's AMOG Stout. This is a, a coffee stout, and I was lucky enough to um, go down to Stanton, Virginia this past weekend. My wife and I celebrated our second anniversary. It was a beautiful wedding, by the way, and congratulations yeah. on your second year. Thank wow, you, thank is. you. So we were uh, able to go around and try out some different some different wineries, some different breweries. And this one uh, stuck out primarily um, because of this beer that we are featuring today. Um, so per their website, Red Beer Brewing Company is Stan Virginia's first downtown brewing uh, or brewery, just a short walk away from Blackfriars uh, Playhouse in the historic Wharf District. Uh, it says, we offer a wide selection of craft beers brewed on the premises. While we don't serve food, you are more than welcome to bring dinner, lunch, or just a snack to enjoy with your drinks. Um, and it's very much that sort of atmosphere. It was that it was that sort of feel like, you know, all the locals were there. Everybody was uh, just hanging out and just having a beer. And some people, you know, had, um, you know, some different things that they were munching on. There wasn't really uh, 
I didn't see any food. And I, and I asked them, I said, you know, do you guys have any, like, they, they, they said the only thing that they focus on there is the beer, which awesome. is awesome. Very cool. Um, so the, the bartender was awesome. And uh, we immediately hit it off because he has a love of uh, Star Wars and uh, and podcasting. And he said that uh, he would give us a listen. So um, hopefully you're listening. Thank you for the wonderful service uh, that you gave to Deanna and me. Uh, we truly appreciate it. So let's uh, let's take a cheers to this wonderful beer we're about to drink. So cheers. cheers. Awesome. Taking a sip. God, it's so oh. good. So. As so I said, beans. yeah. As I said, it's it's a coffee stout, right? So, this is one of the best coffee stouts I've ever had, and the bartender put it um, in a way that you know I would agree with. He said that he would eat his breakfast food while drinking this. So imagine like oh, ham yeah. and eggs or yeah. sausage. I can, I can do that. Totally right. That'd so, be awesome. Um, it's very. It's a very dark. Um, beer obviously is that is that coffee sound, but when you smell it, it smells like tiramisu, right? Which is really cool. Um, it's really not a, a sweet beer, um, but it, it's my wife does not like dark beers at all. I mean, she she gets away with drinking Miller Lite and she's happy. Nothing wrong with Miller Lite if that's your thing, guys. Whatever. It's a normal beer. Yeah, yeah. But this was. Uh, something that she really, really liked. Um, so if you like coffee, this is a great coffee style. What do you guys think? Well, it has that after... So when you drink coffee, not, I'm not an avid coffee drinker, but when you drink coffee, it kind of lingers for a little while in your mouth, and it has that same effect. It, it's literally like drinking coffee, but with a little bit of booze in it. Um, you, you can definitely taste the roasted beans in there, which is mm-hmm. something completely different than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, very robust, and I, I love this thing. Oh, yeah, it goes down really smooth, and as, as you mentioned, it's got that little bit of aftertaste that you can still taste, you know, a couple minutes later, and it's like, and then you just smell it, and then it's, yeah. so, it's so wonderful, you know? This is a, it's a, it's a good experience uh, drinking this beer. Definitely. And the one thing to consider, folks, this is not sold in stores, um, we uh, hail here in the D.C. metro area uh, in Virginia, northern Virginia. My wife and I uh, drove down to San Virginia for the weekend to, to celebrate our anniversary. They only sell this at the, the brewery at the pub you know, that we were at. And this in particular is a small batch. Yeah, and, and that's what they do. Um, I forgot the logo. I said it on the growler, but... It's like small batch, big beer, big, yeah, big beer or yeah. something. Was that it? Yeah, small batch, big, big beer. So they end up, um, you know, making small batches, like I said. And what's really cool is that, uh, and the bartender said this. I'm really excited about going back to try it. Every single batch that they do is different than the other because, um, you know, they they may add a little bit of something extra instead of always tweaking. Yeah, they're always tweaking. Right. Whether it's the process or whether it's something uh, new ingredient wise, as you know, it's always going to be a new experience. So I think that makes it a yeah. very interesting place to go get the beer. Guys. Very special. So if you guys are ever, um, if you guys ever want a cool little town to go to, San Virginia was wonderful, and uh, they. There was no. Uh, we were stayed in the actual town, the the city. You know, there's outlying suburbs and stuff. I think, and and some chain restaurants. But when you're actually in the city, um, it's a very much everybody knows your name sort of situation. Nobody nobody has any like chain restaurants down there. Um, all locally owned, you know, bakeries, coffee shops. Obviously, these breweries uh, were abundant. Um, and so it's outside Harrisonburg. Um, it, it's a wonderful place to go if you want a nice little weekend getaway. 
which is nice. I mean, it's it's kind of nice to get out of the city lights over here oh, yeah. sometimes. Especially just with get DC away. right here. And exactly. In Tyson's Corner right and around. The Russian bustle of you know, everyday life. It's nice to go somewhere. Oh, totally. Visit, visit a mom and pop store, you know. Get amazing beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told Deanna, I said, I, was, I, I could live there. <laughs> I, I'm so, you know, sometimes you're just overwhelmed by the amount of, like, craziness happening in this D.C. area. So it was a little bit refreshing. So when you get your kids. <laughs> yeah, Deanna, no kids, right? Deanna, no kids. Right, she said. I can lift things. No. Let me know. I'll help you move. <laughs> uh, you gotta give me a room to stay down there, though. <laughs> now we're yeah, steady no supply of beer for yeah, me. You know? Exactly. <laughs> no kids yet. Um, and also wanted to make a, a shout out. I think in the first episode I mentioned I'm in a raid team uh, in World of Warcraft. Uh, I um, I started this team back in uh, the end of the Miss of Pandaria expansion. And uh, we've been going strong ever since. One of the guys on my raid team uh, has been listening to the podcast. Uh, shout out to Stretch. Um, Thank you, Stretch. Thanks for your awesome shadow priest deeps. <laughs> and um, <laughs> actually, he he suggested that we take a look at this product called um, Synec. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Synec? Synec? S-Y-N-E-K. Um, I want to say Cynic because Cynic just sounds bad. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> cynical. Yeah, you know? exactly. Cynic. Yeah. Cynic sounds a little better to me. We're, we're changing it now. Regardless. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Well, <laughs> this is a really cool product. I encourage folks to take a look at it. It basically um, turns your growler that you get from your uh, your local uh beer play if you go to, for instance red beer brewing company they've they they gave me this beer and a growler you can stick that growler in this um it looks like a little kegerator <laughs> and it turns it into a keg and you got it on tap awesome it's a really cool little product um i'm interested in getting one at some point just to try it especially uh with us doing this podcast and we're going to be trying out a lot of of uh you know smaller town um, or I guess not smaller town. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a smaller brewing company. Like, right, like not, not, not your not your chains. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah. micro brews. Yeah, your micro brews. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Let's, so let's, doing something like that, uh, that that would be fun. I might invest in that. But but I again, yeah, folks, listen at home. Um, check that out. It's a really cool. Yeah, you know, Jojo's over here on his computer looking around. Woof! It's expensive. Back ordered, but yeah, yeah. Well, um, it seems they're yeah, I mean, sold yeah. out of everything. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing prices ranging from like three hundred, four hundred dollars, but it's a real. It looks like a really solid piece of equipment. Yeah, you know, it, it depends if if that's the sort of investment you know that you're looking for. It, it definitely looks totally. uh, worth it, especially right. if you know you're doing. Yeah, this I got like one of those. Week, um, you know? Yeah, I got one of those like little mini kegerators that that you see you um at the grocery store, uh, Heineken and Newcastle. Right. And uh, of course, if you listen to the first episode, my favorite beer in the world is Newcastle Brown Ale. <laughs> so that that's the reason I got that. Uh, the, you basically take those little mini kegs of Newcastle, you pop it in this thing, and it turns it into like a little kegerator. Um, it's it's a really cool little device too. Um, so I'm all about that stuff. I'm a gadget kind of guy. <laughs> Jojo, gadgets for beer. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, this is two of my favorite yeah. world. Combined, yeah. 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 Uber geek at this point. You know? <laughs> totally, totally. All right. Well, uh, so again, cheers, guys. Let's enjoy this beer as we get into the news. All right, so getting into a story that I thought was really, really neat. Um, I saw this article on Nerdist. Uh, this article is also out on a bunch of other uh, news sites. And it was in, in regards to this new sort of chess game that kind of, it, it takes, uh, there were physical pieces, but it was on a, uh, it looked like a, a screen or something. Okay. And it created, um, 
different graphics and stuff as as you were moving. And it was chess, a little bit of a variation in the rules. I don't know. Have you guys seen the video? I've seen the ones for Dungeons and Dragons. I've not seen the one for chess. So as as I'm talking about it, why don't you pull it up and and just take a quick look because it got some gifts on the website. And guys, I'm going to end up... You know what? I um, have seen this. I didn't realize it was chess. I thought it was... Yeah, it's like a variation of chess. And and guys, I'm going to end up putting all of this stuff on the show notes as you're listening. You can uh, pull this up as well. Uh, But it, it looks like a really cool way that we are actually progressing the way we play something as simple as board games, taking right. technology and, and marrying the two together. Right. I would have to say it's almost like an adaptive way to play chess because the unique thing about this is there's no turn-based anymore. When instead you have is a cooldown on every time you move a piece before it can take another action. So yeah. this makes you think of a whole other way of how you're going to play this game and be adaptive. And that that just throws another element into it that I thought was very cool. And they've also got a, a, an awesome demonstration on there. So we have yeah, and, and yeah, and per the website, and th- again, this is on Nerdist. Uh, they say chess is one of those games that most people have in their collection. It's a trusted old favorite that we can bust out and know that the gameplay hasn't changed since like the sixth century. Except that's not true anymore. Developer team, uh, it's Team Blitzkrieg. I'm not going to try to say that <laughs> the other word that they have there because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to butcher it. Uh, team Blitzkrieg in Japan have added modern technology to the ancient game, transforming it into a speedy, futuristic experience. Speed Chess debuted at this year's Tokyo Game Show, and with its multi-touch display and glowing neon colors, it looks like something available in a Blade Runner arcade. That is and, awesome. And it, yeah, I like, definitely need to say the graphics look awesome what it also yeah. looks like when you touch a piece obviously it knows that you're there every mm-hmm. present so it gives you options for where you can move your next thing yeah, so kind of it could become suggestive yeah for for a beginner that'd be a great way to learn right. you know oh this is a knight this is where it can move this is a bishop that can move yeah. diagonally across i also lines, yeah. i also really like how when they take out another uh <laughs> another piece it like blows up yeah it, it like you see like a flash on the screen yeah. i want to add something that's like fatality <laughs> whenever it like blows up one of those Blue king and death mate yeah. <laughs> green like, minotaur is about to die <laughs> i want to hear like like thrall from world of warcraft get chris metzen to do that voice and, and oh, definitely gosh. customized voices that would be something cool to have oh, yeah. that would so, be fantastic but i saw the one with uh, dungeons and dragons so you have different not just dungeon dragons but also like warhammer 40k where you mm-hmm. had different pieces mm-hmm. and it's suggest what you can do what you can do so the board in itself has the ability to keep up all the details so you don't have to keep writing everything down for which is fantastic yeah and and that's a really interesting thought because this isn't necessarily a a new concept right, right? we've seen even seen um really cool technology i don't know if you guys have seen this but uh, like for dungeons and dragons they have these you can hook it up to like a projector on on top of your ceiling pointing down to a table and and you can pre-build the the maps right. that you would so play on, yeah, yeah. and um, and that way you're able to instead of printing you know, out so many maps or even yeah. making by hand so many maps. Yeah. Now you actually have a physical map, no, not or, or a, a, God, digital, a virtual yeah. map. Gone or there. God forbid, your imagination, like we used to do back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we, we can all get back there. But yeah. I think blue table cool looks technology. like an ocean. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, it totally. I jest, but it, it's, yeah. it's 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 a really cool um, thing that we're seeing. So I mean. What's your thoughts on like other games that are out there that maybe we could see this working with? What do you think? That's, a, that's, a, that's really a tough I mean, one because I mean the first thing that comes to my mind is checkers, and I don't know how we'd quite adapt to that. Right. I was associated. Well, I'm, I'm always thinking board games and card oh, games okay. so as a whole would be a, a good thing, but. Could we not put this on a video game as well? Can we make video oh, games yeah. also a thing without having to use the board thing? You know, just using. But there's also I, I like the idea of using a board because right. it's 
the, you know, nostalgic. Exactly. Well, I don't know about this stuff. It, it feels right when you actually can pick up a, a, a little figurine and move it. Well, this right. is also like the whole concept of like printed books versus, you know, having them on your tablet with yeah. all the technology. Yeah. Right. You know, some like my, I, personally, I, I can't get away with reading it on a tablet. I've got to have the printed book. Bro, I'm, still, I'm still a printed book person. I am too. <laughs> I, for some reason, I don't. And they've actually talked about there's like studies done on this. Yeah. Supposedly, you you can't uh, focus as well when you're reading a screen as okay. you can like printed. I don't know. There's something with our eyes and, maybe and our brains. Well, see, I always yeah. change my grip, words. and so the book will give here and there, and I can adjust and whatnot. Yeah. And the tablet is always rigid, so my yeah. hand just yeah. tires out, and yeah. I'm done. <laughs> you know. God, this beer is so good. So good. <laughs> it's so good. I can't. I can't stop <laughs> sipping it. So two hours, you said. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is, it's a really cool idea though, this, this whole chess thing. And, and it really, I wanted to bring it up again, just to kind of, uh, work in the conversation of like, where else can we see this? And, and I think the possibilities could be, could be endless. Right. Right. You know, you know battleship or yeah, oh, <laughs> battleship. That, would, that would be a very Party's interesting or shoot, something like, even like Monopoly. Right. You know, a board game. Yeah. yeah. It, because think about, you know, with Monopoly, for instance, and anybody who's played Monopoly, uh, with me doesn't play Monopoly with me anymore. <laughs> well, a lot of, I think a lot of people who play Monopoly don't play Monopoly anymore, anyways. But Alex in particular, <laughs> you know, I haven't so played. Good. I haven't played Monopoly with Alex. I have stab wounds, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. He was mad at me. I don't know well, where it went, but yeah. I, I'm competitive. My money was gone. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> but but even like with something like Monopoly, you know, you put down like the hotel or the houses or whatever on the piece that you are on the like piece of uh, real estate that you own, right? And instead of actually like like, you know, maybe they could have those like, uh, like the color change or like s- ha- add some kind of graphic or something there. So they, because like a lot of the times you, you actually end up losing some of those pieces. It's different. Like if you actually pick up a little figurine of the, of the, uh, I don't know what, one of the little characters that yeah. you know it's you're like the iron car yeah, the dog yeah and um so you the pick that up yeah, like yeah. that's one thing because those are collector collectibles and they're yeah. kind of cool looking. But for something like. Uh, like those small little tedious pieces. Right. That would be cool if that was graphically inserted into the game instead. You don't have to worry about money so people aren't taking from right. the bank under yeah. the table. <laughs> well, they've already came, come yeah. out with like the whole you monopoly your own credit, credit card. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think like a digital display maybe even, even later if they had like a, a 3D version of where the houses were being built up. You know, if you get yeah. on the boardwalk, you build out your little little empire um, there. Holograms. You know? <laughs> I, I would think it'd be that'd also be, be cool, cool if each of the collectible devices had its own RFID or you know Bluetooth whatever. <laughs> you know exactly so where when it you, is. When you put the, it on there, it's, it goes orange for me or it goes green for bro, whoever. Yeah. Amiibos. <laughs> you know? They're already Amiibos. there. Or the Disney Infinity yeah. or Skylanders or whatever yeah. other version of that. Yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Why are we making money off of this? I don't, why are we doing like this podcast? We should be going and, and inventing That's this. it. I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to drink this beer first. <laughs> and then maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. So, that no, that's cool. Um, but on to the next story here. They found water on Mars. Found water on Mars. Well, water on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So Follow what they're saying is that they found some kind of, of, um, I guess uh, they've got those polar ice caps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on it's Mars always, they knew that the water was there. Yeah. But it was frozen. Yeah. They found liquid water this right. time. Right. Yeah. That's that's, that's, that's yeah. seasonal liquid right water. Right. Yeah. That's the distinction between the two. So and that's so what they've kind of uh, shown here is that those polar ice caps they they melt water ends up trickling down from the top of those mountains and they found patterns on the the surface of mars um and the first thing i thought was 
we're going to build a freaking water park. <laughs> on Mars. Yeah. See, I was thinking Doctor Who, but that's just me being a Whovian. Oh, well. Yeah, but... I it, mean, was, it was a scary the scenario. First, the first correlation I had was, how did the Martian know? <laughs> so, actually, I should watch that. Isn't that out now? It, it just came out. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I was going to see it actually tomorrow. Yes. Okay, so they, um, they, there was some kind of report that was out that really Scott talked to NASA prior to them actually... Um, releasing this information, um, NASA, because they heard that, they, that he was making a, a movie called The Martian, right. gave him this information before they gave it out to the rest of the world. <laughs> that's Public, awesome. Instead of publicly announcing, let's go give it to the movie. I love it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. That's, that's a cool. great marketing. It, yeah. Both for the movie and for NASA. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. I heard that. Uh, yeah, I heard that today. So that's so cool. That, that's a, that, that's right. a cool story. And, <laughs> I'm um, surprised NASA came forward and told us that it is. Yeah, so, I mean, what does this say to you guys? I mean, to me, it's like we, we could, we're one step closer to having that settlement on Mars, you know, in the next 300 years. Well, but right. <laughs> Let's see, it's, it's dead, taken us it's cool. this long to find, you know, traces of water on Mars. Right. What else are we missing? Is my, you know, what, what other signs, you know, that we, we just don't quite have the technology to find yet, or what patterns are we missing? You so know, no, I think I, the possibilities. No announcements on Decepticons or Autobots yet. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no signs. No <laughs> but supposedly the Covenant from Halo... Are they coming? Oh, yeah. Is that already a thing? I thought it was another fifty years out. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we're, we're getting closer. Oh, we're getting closer son of a gun. <laughs> we're getting closer to that. I need to go get my uh, helmet real quick and uh, <laughs> start practicing. Yeah. So uh, that that's a really cool story, and um, and it almost makes me wonder. You know, they talked about there was another planet that they found. I don't know, in a completely separate galaxy, galaxy or something. Right. That or solar system. I don't know. That might be in the same galaxy. It might be in a different solar system or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it's some, yeah. It's, a, it's a completely. It's far, far away, guys. Right. <laughs> Many of the light it's, years. Yeah, it's a very. <laughs> it's a very. Um, it's very much like Earth in that they think it it uh, has water and uh, contains life and and you know just this discovery. On Mars makes you think. Okay, how now? Now that we've found this, our this is pretty much like the closest thing that we're gonna get to that. I think in our solar system, right? How commonplace do you think that this is going to be? Kind of moving forward, NASA launching missions to find more more than just space exploration in general, but to find water, find potential life forms. Right? Do you think that's going to be something that we see? I feel like they need to put a lot more. And I mean, NASA's done fantastic jobs. They just circled Pluto. Um, but yeah, at this point, it's, it's taken cool. them, I think they said 16 or 18 months in order to get all the information, all the photos that they took from Pluto, because A, the distance, and B, just the technology at the time when they, they launched it to begin with. Exactly. Um, so to launch something right now in 20 years will be vintage. So I know they're going to be working on things to make space travel faster, to make you know things more safe before they can actually get to that point. I believe they, they'd announced their goal was either 2030 or 2050 to get a man on Mars. I think it was 2030. But I could be mistaken. Um, That's get cool. get a man on Mars. That'd and be that fantastic. Would, and that was like, whoa, dang, we still got. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to see this. I was like, <laughs> man, I'm gonna be old. <laughs> That's all I can think. <laughs> Anybody here want to sign up? I'd sign up. Would you? I would sign uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd lose the lose internet. I, mean, I would I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer orange more than red, but you I, know, I, I'd lose through the dial-up connection. I, I, <laughs> look, I mean, look at that picture. It's kind of orange. Yeah, yeah. Also, also brown. <laughs> A lot hey, to, of brown. To the, to the world out there, Judge's favorite thing, favorite thing in the world yeah. is the color orange. 
Oops. Yeah. <laughs> it's also kind of true. It's everything. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he he has orange. See, look, he's got he's wearing a black shirt, but right there, you got a little <laughs> bit of orange right there. No, I've, I've got it on my ankle. I've got it on my shoes. I got it on my watch. Yeah, yeah. So he's always my wallet. Wearing, he's always wearing orange. I'm weird that way. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't know if I would be able to uh, go through that. I don't, I don't know if I, I would. I don't know if I would want to be the first guy. I'd be like, oh, let somebody else, let some other <laughs> schmuck try that. I'd be let JoJo one. go. If he dies, then, uh, then so I'll try it after the, the next first guy. guy. That was schmuck. They're going to be sending some of the smartest people there <laughs> to try to cultivate them. <laughs> hey, if, if he dies, he's not that smart. No. <laughs> well, Vic yeah, Land, and Mini Cooper. You know, Cooper. we're always stranded on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just well, not once, as brave. Once I watch The Martian, I should be prepared for this mission anyway. Exactly. So, Two hours in the yeah. Yeah, Matt Damon knows good. what he's doing. I mean, right? Exactly. That looks like a cool movie. It's gonna be awesome. Can we take a second to talk about that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to take a second. No spoilers. I've seen it tomorrow. No, I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. No, no, But I mean, it oh. looks really, really cool. Right. Oh, yeah. And did you? Um. And, and this is just going off on a Ridley Scott tangent, but you see that they um they announced the new Prometheus. It's not gonna Prometheus two. It's like. Aliens Paradise Lost or something. Okay. So they're actually titling it like with an alien yeah. title, which is really cool. You know, this is like prequel, prequel. Well, that's, that's what made a lot of people mad about Prometheus is that it was an aliens movie in the fact that it was in the aliens universe, but it wasn't an aliens movie. It wasn't part of that mm-hmm. horror sci-fi thing. So it was a different approach at that point. Yeah. Um, and I think they want to go that route where this kind of happened, that kind of happened. What's the in-between at this point? I appreciate wholeheartedly... Um, efforts to kind of expand on on lore. Right, right. I love it. There's always more story there. We were talking about that the other day because of Naruto Shippuden. Yes. <laughs> and, there are, and, and well, actually, it's actually testing my patience right now. But. <laughs> Every episode tastes my patience. Oh, man. You know, the past like, year and a half have just been miserable. <laughs> it, it really is. Like the, They're just like doing these little side episodes where it's like, oh my god, they're about to do a really cool fight scene and you're not letting it happen. And, and uh, As an anime person, have you seen uh, Kenshin, Ronin Kenshin? Oh, Oh, of course. I, I saw Ronin Kenshin, then of course Samurai X. You know, okay. Pretty cool to vote. So yeah. I have like I don't know thirty some odd DVDs of yeah. all Kenshin and oh, whatever, man. and the whole Shishio arc. Yes, was making me so mad. But like, it's my favorite. <laughs> you know, it may make like, me mad, but it's my favorite arc. We're going to this, yeah. and this is awesome. And then side note, and then and then side note. Yeah. <laughs> I have to introduce you. To, so the guy who was on the last um, episode, Ryan, his wife Marissa. I want her to be on because she's a big anime nut. Right. Uh, um, and I would love to introduce you to her. She's <laughs> she's awesome. Um, hi, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hello. All right. Anyway. Water on Mars, you guys. Water on Mars. <laughs> it went. Hold on, let's, let's, let's trace that. So we talked about water on Mars, and then we went into the Matt Marsh- Damon, the Martian, oh, no, Damon. the Martian, and then the correlation between NASA and Ridley Scott. And yeah. Then went to Ridley Scott and two other of his other movies. Yeah. And then frustrations about about the, anime because about anime. Of, because of prequels and expanding on lore. And lore. Yeah. <laughs> and then continuing to talk about anime, and then bringing it back. Wow. Yeah. That's all of a tangent. That was. That was left field yeah <laughs> sorry guys um you're welcome. sorry not sorry <laughs> whatever whatever we're nerding out over here yeah. <laughs> it's the base it's the yeah. all about yeah. yeah all right so uh, another story lexus has made a hoverboard 
and it's not the fake one that was kind of going around on on the the internet. They remember that YouTube video? Did you see that? And yeah. it was kind of sponsored by or who did it have? It had Christopher. What's uh, what's his name? The the doc doc doc. What's his name? Oh, uh, Doc Brown. Yeah, uh, Christopher doc, Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. So he was actually in the commercial, and they were uh, Tony Hawk was in, and like all these celebrities. <laughs> and it turned out to be a complete hoax. <laughs> and, and it had everybody talking about how, oh man, they're making an actual hoverboard, and then. Lexus actually did it. Mm-hmm. That's really, really cool. Now, it's it's not a free-roaming board by any nope. means, but it works. Yeah. It, it, it's on a rail system. The Because uh, I read about this a little bit before. Um, it actually had a magnet system both in the rail and the board, and it figures out how far apart it needs to be. Right. Yeah, and there's a the, the article was on CNET. Yeah. And the article uh, that we were reading, and this isn't necessarily a news story. This came out... Uh, back in August, this story did, but we specifically wanted to bring it up because on October 21st, 2015, that is technically the date that they use in Back to the Future 2 when they showed the hoverboard. Exactly. So we're getting close to the date that took place. For all intents and purposes, when the 21st happens this month in, what, two, three weeks? Yeah. We actually have hoverboards. Yes. We have hoverboards. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. In 2015. We did it, history. <laughs> we did it. Lexus did it. We did yeah. it. Oh, we can do yeah. it. Right. Right. But humanity has done it, yeah. yes. All I have so, to say is, where's my lightsaber? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting to carve out my turkey. Yeah, I, I would lose a leg. It's like, how does... And I'm gone. <laughs> there, there's a great uh, little skit that uh, Seth Meyers did uh-huh. for, for the, the late night show. No, not the late night show. Whatever his, like... Robot you know, chicken? No, 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 no. No, that's... Uh, Seth Green, Seth Meyers. Oh, Seth Meyers. That's uh, right. Does yeah. the tonight, not the Tonight Show, the one that happens before the Tonight Show or uh, something. The, with, the Late Show or yeah. Okay. So yeah. he took Jimmy Fallon's spot when Jimmy Fallon took okay. the Tonight Show. Anyway, so he did this whole skit and Andy Samberg's in it, and they get actual working lightsabers from J.J. Abrams, and at, you know it, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And they get into like a little lightsaber battle, right? And then they <laughs> there's this little, oh, let's use them as wangs and they <laughs> yes, right yes. to their crotch. I'm actually <laughs> It's funny it took to that point to me to remember. I was like, oh, they're me when I was like 10. <laughs> I can see your, I can tell your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> Space oh, balls. Man. All right. So uh, getting back to the Lexus hoverboard, um, again, this article is on CNET. The article uh, says the levitation effect of supercooled superconductors has been known for ages now, but deploying it on such a scale requires some serious effort, namely lots and lots and lots of magnets built into the ground. The company has built a custom skate park in Barcelona, Spain, upon which the prototype hoverboard can be used. And uh, again, I'm going to put this article in the show notes. Take a look at it. There's a really cool video that kind of shows these guys getting used to it. It looks a little clumsy at first, but then they start doing some really cool stuff like grinding. Yeah. Um, and they actually take it over water. Yeah. Which, it, you yeah. know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a movie reference at yeah. that point. Yeah, so have you, heard, have you heard me in the in the beginning kind of tease this? That's where it, it came from. That they, if you watch... If you watch <laughs> Bojo. Back to the, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you watch Back to the Future 2, you know what we're talking about. There's this uh, little exchange when McFly is standing on a hoverboard on top of water. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, and then he, he says, McFly, you bojo, those boards don't work on water. And then, he's, and, then, <laughs> and then the Asian guy behind the other guy goes, unless you've got power! And it's just like, <laughs> there's like a high-pitched laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know that the whole like late 80s, early 90s, it was really horrible and also you, awesome. You want to hear like an electric guitar just going off in the background. Right. <laughs> so funny. good. It's funny. Um... 
So this is a really cool article because, uh, again, and this has been sort of a we've been talking about a lot of speculation on stuff happening in the future. It seems like this episode, but you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of this stuff that we've been kind of dreaming up since we were kids. Right. You well, know, what it, other was, it was presented to us in the eighties as science fiction. Yeah. yeah. But it's, now it's becoming it's, reality. Yeah, it's a reality now. Yeah. That's it's a, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> what ha- oh wait, I'm old again, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, realization. but, it, but it happened, you know, Joe, Joe, I, they have cars now. Okay? What? Yeah. But they it, have cars. How do you, how do you spell that? It's a C H. You lost me. You've lost me. I'm done. So Justin, Justin said, you know, he's still waiting for his lightsaber. Jojo, what are you waiting for? I um, I don't know because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kind of getting everything at this point. I'm getting the video game systems I want. I'm getting the movies I want. There's 4K now. Um, I'm a big audio buff. I don't know if uh, a lot of people know that, which makes no sense because I'm deaf. I'm I'm pretty sure we've uh, mentioned that in earlier yeah, episodes. Yeah, Jojo's deaf in one ear <laughs> and only one. Up. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, um, object-based sound encoding now for both Dolby Digital and uh, DTS, so you can set up a 9.2 system. I mean, all the audio stuff wow. is already. Yeah, I you I'm, just totally I'm, nerded out on me. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just throwing numbers at you. Layman's terms. Explain <laughs> what that means. Um, okay, so with. Dolby Digital and DTS, they're newer formats. Um, you can actually get not just a 7.1 system anymore, a 9.2 system, and you don't have to have a definitive way of setting it up. You can have... And 9.2 symbolizing, is that nine speakers? Nine speakers, two subwoofers. Wow. So you can actually have subs in stereo if that actually counts as stereo since they're omnidirectional. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't know but, if that makes sense. Uh, the typical 5.1 is five speakers around you, three up front, one in the center, two, uh, stereo left and right, and then rear left and right. The 7.1 speakers usually has a surround back, so you would have two speakers to your left and right, literally where you're sitting, and two in the back behind you. That would give you your 7.1 with the subwoofer. The 9.2 adds a height channel to that uh, at that point. Whoa. But there's a couple of different ways of doing it, and because DTS um, and D- Dolby Digital are not actually encoding, well, this has to go to this speaker, this has to go to that speaker. What they're doing is this: we have this soundtrack. This object is here. That object is there. So however you set up your 9.1 channel, DTS, you tell it, okay this is how I have my room set up and it will put the right sounds in the right place at the right time. Very cool. That's so, okay. You're coming over tomorrow to help me install that? <laughs> I mean, I've been offering you. <laughs> for, well, I mean, are you doing the down payment on this system? It sounds like it might, uh, I, got yeah. I got you a good start. Jo- Jojo, <laughs> when we bought this house, Jojo, um, helped me install a cool little surround system set up in the house and uh we we came in here we bought the house and before we moved any furniture in i came to jojo i was like bro you gotta help me with this because <laughs> i imported speakers from san antonio for you <laughs> he certainly did that's why he's one of my best friends because he helped me out and he uh he helped me actually yeah w- like ceiling mount these speakers we ran the wires through these god-awful <laughs> what were they? they were like so um flora every every single time Alex has a house. <laughs> There's some kind of issue that's not normal to any other house, and we have to like kind of go around. We, I don't want to say Jerry rigged, but there was a lot of cutting. There was a lot of like poking and prodding, yeah. and it took us a while, a lot longer than it should have. There's a lot of shit. <laughs> when <laughs> I, well. I'd, see, I'd see Jojo trying to finagle something in the ceiling, I'd, I'd be looking at him. His face would be kind of turning grim, and I'd look at him, and, I, and he'd go. Shit. <laughs> and, and then he'd get down and he'd grab his big ass drill. And I'd hear him go. Vroom. 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden there's sawdust everywhere. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, <laughs> made it fit. Made it know, work. My, my house might fall down, but you know what? I got really damn good. <laughs> it won't fall down. It'll just, if it falls down, because of the audio, not because of the holes I put in. It's not Swiss cheese. I've gotten I've gotten very cheese. spoiled because I'm I have to be able to play my video games with surround sound. Right, I do too. Yeah, I haven't done headphones yet, so I always have to have five point one, and yep. so I'm five point one. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, it's eventually going to be nine point two now, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I can put that in an apartment. I got to go buy a house now. Yeah. Oh, damn it! We got neighbors who are moving. You just yeah. Okay, neighbors. so I might be a neighbor soon. There we go. <laughs> and I'll help you put in that surround system. I apologize for the tangent, but yeah. that just happened. That's funny. Um. So Alexis made a hoverboard. <laughs> We're going off on crazy tangents. I know. I like it. That's like fantastic, it. though. Whatever. Lexus hoverboard, nine point two surround sound. <laughs> you know, and the, but but the Lexus hoverboard thing. So they they've got this custom skate park, and again, this hoverboard only works in that skate park on it, a rail on, system. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because it basically, yeah, it won't work without all those magnets that are right. built into the skate park. Right. And they said in some undisclosed location in Barcelona, Spain. I, I wonder where, like, I feel like Barcelona is a fairly populated place. Right. I imagine it would be a big, pretty where, big city-state kind of... Where is that, like, how do they hide that? I don't know. I know I'm going on a cruise to the Mediterranean next year, so I'm going to be poking go around. <laughs> go track down this <laughs> Yeah. Go buy your Lexus hoverboard and then take it go, with go you. Go buy it. <laughs> I go buy, I'll skate it in the here, park. Here they are <laughs> demonstrating it. Now go buy one that only works Oops. in the park. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on my wall. It's all good. Yeah. If there's anybody who would buy that Lexus hoverboard, it would be JoJo. <laughs> and I don't even know if JoJo knows how to skateboard. I, well, I do, actually. They, not well. It's, it's not skateboard. <laughs> We're hoverboarding. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's a really different skill set. Exactly. Um, I can skateboard. I can snowboard. I prefer snowboards over skateboards. For the reason I want the board to touch my feet. Uh, the hoverboard, I definitely want to check out. That would oh, yeah. be fun. What are you, Justin? Would you ever get on one of those things? I feel like... Not uh, with a lightsaber. I, I would, I would. <laughs> no, not with a lightsaber. Put your eye out, kid. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not a big skateboard. I did some rollerblading, you know. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I would die if I started getting going on one of those things, you know. It's Spain. They'll take care of you. You get yeah, top us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, there's like no I definitely tried friction. Out. There's right. like, you know, it just kind of keeps going. I right. guess you could say the same thing of something on on skate uh, or on uh, wheels, but like there were some times <laughs> where like the guy, if you watch the video, watch the video again, you guys, because it's really cool, but. You know, he goes down the hill and then he rides over the water. Yeah. And then, like, it just kind of keeps going. And then yeah. he has to, like, jump off of it <laughs> because it just kind of keeps going. Well, because there's no friction. Yeah, there's no so friction. There's nothing there's to, nothing 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 to stop the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, love physics. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, so again, Lexus made a hoverboard. Lexus yeah. did make a hoverboard. Yeah, did it. Now, we want to talk about something that Justin is very much passionate about you know he kind of alluded to his his love of video games and uh love of anime but also a very big love of video games the league of legends world championship started yesterday october 1st so we're recording this on october 2nd uh you guys will probably get this one or two days later we might just post it like early next week or something exactly it might be like um, october 5th or something yeah so but you know this that it, it will have gone on for at least another few days. Um, Justin wanted to bring this story to us today uh, to kind of share. I'm sure that you know folks listening um, have played League of Legends. Um, if you haven't, it's a MOBA. 
And can you give the folks an explanation of what a MOBA is who may not know? Yeah, yeah, guys. It's a, it's a multiplayer online battle arena. And simply put, you've got five uh, five people, and each of those um, people play a, a hero on a particular team. And the end game goal is to destroy the enemy team's nexus. You know, and we have you know various lanes that these heroes go out and they try and you know do battle with each other, but. It's 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 a really fun game. Um, it doesn't take a lot of knowledge to understand. And uh, at, right now, it's going on on Twitch. You know, they just broke uh, the first time. They just broke a million views, and wow. it's it's becoming a that really popular, that's really that's popular that's esport. Yeah. Um, even if you don't play it, you know, I, I find I hardly have time to actually, you know, open the game, let alone I'd prefer, you know, watching, you know, some professionals play it, you know, just, just you know, just like is, um, you know, I also enjoy watching football. I hardly have the time to go out with, you know, some friends and play flag football, so. And it's such a cool um, time for for people like the three of us. Right. Because we're, we're gamers, we're, uh, we appreciate games like this. And to see it kind of going mainstream, seeing numbers like a million people watching, tuning in to, to this yeah. is huge. And when you have even ESPN uh, uh, did the um, it was the Heroes of the Dorm. And so Blizzard, you guys heard my love of World of Warcraft of course, and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Mutual uh, love. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, all three of us. Yeah. So Blizzard made a, a game, a MOBA, like like League of Legends, called Heroes of the Storm. I'm a big fan of that game. I used to play um, quite a bit of League of Legends. Um, now Heroes of the Storm is kind of my thing. But it's um, ESPN actually broadcasted a, a tournament um, that you know had a ton of people from around the world I think that we're on that. I, I didn't actually get a chance to tune in. I was out of town or something, but I love that it's mainstream. Right. It adds. It's, it's focusing. It's getting the people to yeah. focus on it. This, uh, I mean, at a million viewers, it gets more watches than certain baseball and football games. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. And, and not only that, it's it's a world event. I mean, right. they had, what, like 10 different channels. I was right. looking through them. They had Chinese on there. They had Korean. They had French, where it's actually being played mm-hmm. in Paris for the quarterfinals. They had, you know, the English, of course. And, you know, you have all these different languages that are are content, you know, broadcasting with their own casters, with their own viewership, you know, talking in chat in their own language. And it really just puts some perspective on, you know, that, wow, this is not just, you know, uh, you know, American football or anything. And, you know, I, I start to correlate this more with, you know, mainstream football Europe style, you right. know, where everyone's that that's like the huge big sport you know that everyone participates not in. just it's, being in one country it's being in all countries yeah, exactly right? you know and I, I really think it's uh it's slowly gaining traction um you know approval of uh, whether or not people consider it an actual sport of course is up for debate and has been highly contested upon <laughs> yeah. whether or not this is a sport but we're not here to talk about that we're right. just here to, <laughs> to enjoy the content to bring it to you well, guys it's kind of that argument a lot of people complain about nba or baseball or nfl it's like yeah. well anybody can play basketball yeah anybody can play basketball but not well, like right, the yeah, NBA players. Yeah. Anybody can play League of Legends, yeah. but not well, right. like you know the, and, the pros. The and just like baseball and basketball and stuff, I mean, the barrier to entry is very cheap, if not free. Right. Um, in order to play basketball, get a freaking basketball. Yeah. Go to your local, you know, like team bucks, Tony and, bucks go, you know? and go play. Like right. go, go, you know. And so the the idea with League of Legends. It's similar. If you've got a computer, you can play it. Yeah, it's a, it's a free-to-play game. It yeah. doesn't require any money. You just go sign up for an account. Uh, a, a lot of the you know support for the game does come through customization, but that adds no actual... You know improvements to your gameplay. It is just like you know you get customized skins. Very superficial. Very very superficial. Very oh that is such a cool skin with those animations, but they don't actually change 
the gameplay in any sense, it doesn't give you an advantage. And I yeah. think that's one of the things that I've come to love about the game and even come to support it myself, you know, through getting these cool skins, you know, for, for a game where it's free to play. Yeah, and yeah. Riot Games is is the, uh, they produce this game. And I, I I bought a couple of tunes, Mor- Morgana? Yeah, Morgana. Is yeah. That, yeah, she was she was my go-to. Yeah, she <laughs> she's got a really good kit with you know some snares and yeah. Some, some that was shields. that was a lot of fun. I get a lot of people getting mad at me for coming. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> um, of so, but but again, you know, companies like that will make money and and write me. They be over seven hundred million, I believe, last yeah. year. In, wow, in a ton of money. So and a free game, by the yeah, way. Yeah, this is a free, <laughs> game. free yeah. game that they posted across the world. Yeah. They made profit, you know. Right. And, and I wonder I think, how they do that. Right, and I think that that goes to show. Even though some some of these games are free, even you know, Heroes of the Storm, um, Hearthstone is another free game that Blizzard makes. Um, Dota Two, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of those games are free to play. But people, I think we've come to appreciate games like that, and we will pay if they're truly worth it. Right. If if you get the enjoyment out yeah. of it, you're gonna and you're, you're gonna want to support the company. Right. You're realizing I didn't I didn't put fifty dollars down on this thing. I might as well give them ten bucks for this character. Yeah. And, see, and enjoy it even more. Yeah. On the flip you know? side, you go and spend sixty bucks on a PC, PlayStation Four game, Xbox One game, right. you know, Wii U game, and then they want you to spend another ten dollars on it. You know, and another five dollars. Content. And, you know, right. so that is I mean, that is something of general. Some of it is worth it. it. You know, you get a new storyline. Fantastic. You want to get a skin? It's like, but I. Already paid sixty bucks. Why would I? You know, sure, kind sure. of a deal. So that's it's it's that approach from Riot is fantastic mm-hmm. because they're not a big company, and they made something that everybody loves, and they're making money off of the embellishments of this game. Yes. So it's a great game. Everybody's obviously playing at this point. You get someone like EA; they're gonna put out a Madden every year, and it might be the same Madden every year. And then they're going to charge you for other stuff inside that this Madden that's the same as every. And so yeah, that doesn't. Bro, make that, any, that's what kills me about sports games. Yeah, I, I really like. Um, I like FIFA a right. lot. Yeah. Like like Ryan, who was on the last episode. You know, when we lived together, he is he, he's awesome at FIFA too. He's really really good, and um, you know, I still have upstairs like FIFA twenty fourteen or something. Mm-hmm. And I went to I, I went to Deanna and I was like, oh, the new twenty fifteen's out. Um, you know, I and I don't play it a whole lot. You know, right. like I maybe play it like when we have a few friends over, and that's it. I was like, you know, I'm thinking about trading this one in, you know, at GameStop or something, going and buying that new one. She was like, why? I was like, well, because it's the new one. And right. then she goes, but, like, we never play it. And and I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, yeah, you're, you're right. And nothing's changed. A, nothing's really changed that I care about. Right. Uh, yeah, you are you got a point. Okay, well, so I still got it sitting up there. Right? Otherwise, I would have bought it. Not playing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. still sitting in his case. So again, Deanna has steered me in the right direction. As opposed to me where I'm spending like $1,000 on Halo in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so... so <laughs> oh, tell me a little bit. Yeah, why don't you... What are you, you dropping? Fill in Justin on what your grand scheme is. Um... Okay, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you drop a line like that, yeah. you got to expect so, to be comma. <laughs> most normal people will buy one copy of the game. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes yeah, sense. M- yeah, one copy <laughs> of the game. You know, that JoJo is unreasonable. <laughs> but JoJo is unreasonable. This is why I would also buy the Lexus hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're coming out finally. Uh, so for a reason, for Halo 4, they did not come out of the Collector's Edition or the Legendary Edition like they did with 1, uh, 2, and 3. Well, 2 and 3 mostly. Um... With uh, 5, they're coming out with a collector's edition that has a statue that has uh, Master Chief and Locke. And it's, you know, cool little statue. Of course I gotta have it. As soon as it started collector's edition, I didn't care what was in it. I had to have it. Period. 
even if it's your box. They got you. No, it's, and I, I'm a consumer whore, and I, you know, and he, and he gladly walked right yeah, into it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not. Loves. I'm not hiding behind that. Special 2014. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not making excuses, but I'm getting the collector's edition, and then the uh, the butt heads, for lack of better term are putting out a console with a halo scheme on there so it's a gray and blue console just like my halo themed xbox 360 that i have yep. one of two that i own the yep. other was a star wars yeah there's my second star wars drop <laughs> yep. of the thing star so, wars um i have an xbox one day one edition and i'm getting a halo xbox one because it's halo yeah well then that's that's 500 bucks right there yeah oops Nika or whatever the company is is making a motorcycle helmet. Yep. That looks like the Master Chief's helmet, but it's actually uh, dot rated and whatever motorcycle things. And I kind of need it now because it's you Wait know. Wait a second, like, Judge, do you have a motorcycle? I mean, I have my license. I, I could ride a motorcycle legally. <laughs> as, as soon as they come out with a graphic detailed <laughs> Halo motorcycle, Judge will be the first well, one. Well, okay, yeah. so in, in that defense, Ducati had a diesel thing, and I didn't buy the bike at the time because it was 1,200 uh, cc's, yeah. and having not owned one yet, I don't want to start at 1,200 Oof. cc's. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. a rough thing, but it was an olive green matte color, and I already saw myself ghosting UNSC on the side of it, <laughs> and then this helmet would match it, and there'd be like so many other things, so I I have thought of that, trust <laughs> me. But I can easily get a Suzuki Jixer and just put, I mean, everybody does a wrap nowadays. I can just wrap it in matte green, matte olive green, and be done with it. So, <laughs> I yeah, can, I can totally it's a potential there. Right <laughs> but it's kind of so foolish when you're buying a motorcycle because of a helmet that you bought. <laughs> it's kind of a backwards way of thinking well, about here's, that. Here's something that <laughs> I'd illustrate. You already have your license for it. And that, yeah. Isn't that something you have to go out of your way to get? Yes. For the mo- yeah, so yes. I don't know how backwards it is. <laughs> this is just Fair a little enough. bit of forward thinking <laughs> that you might quite Imagine JoJo on, like, the motorcycle. He goes... <laughs> Guys, I'm Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Driving down in his uh, Master Chief helmet. I'm going to have to pull a band and get a Vespa and then write, write my go. Master Chief helmet on the Vespa. Bro, you should have gotten it from my dad sold his Vespa. <laughs> I didn't know he had one. Yeah, he had one for a little while. Okay. Uh, it was nothing. It's not like a Ducati. <laughs> it's about See, I should, one one hundredth of that. I should be buying like a 50 $1,500 motorcycle, not a $12,000 motorcycle, let alone a $12,000 motorcycle that's brand new, that's olive green, that is way too powerful for me right now. You know, there's so many things <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's not a smart purchase. Oh, but then I go buy $1,000 worth of Halo stuff. Hashtag priorities. Oh, prior. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Well, <laughs> again, tangents. Tangents, yes. Yeah, that's I want to lie, what is it? Sine, cosine, tangent? You know, <laughs> I want to, uh, parallel to your tangent, something like cosine, I can't remember the math name, Math is right. Pff, exactly. Blind. Never mind. <laughs> no, that's that's good stuff. I want to lie, tangent to your curves was a math joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hope, back on track there. I, hope, I hope somebody at home knows how to do math. Um, no, Justin, I, I appreciate you kind of sharing the love uh, that you have for, for a game like League of Legends. A ton of people out there love this game, obviously. You yes. said, what, $700 million that Riot closed? Yeah. Last year? Uh, yeah, profit-wise, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, that's, and, and how, that, how many players do you oh think gosh. you got? Oh, <laughs> uh, Millions. I, I, I know it's like one of the most played video games online yeah, in the world currently right now in yeah. the world in the world know? and um so again this is a world championship 
What's the grand prize? Do you know? So the uh, the total prize pool is two million, but the top team makes a million. Holy wow. shit! So yeah. you can be a millionaire playing a video game. Yeah, well, you have to also consider you have to split it among your teammates. Sure, too, so. sure. So right. it's not and just how every big teams. What is it? Five, five people. Five yeah. players. Two hundred million five. pop. Yeah. Or 200,000 a pop. I can't yeah. math but, right now. You, know, no. you, you, you also got to understand <laughs> Sign, that, these, tangent. That, exactly. that these teams also have sponsors, you right. know, like Razer yeah. and, and all the, you know, uh, Intel and all the other huge, you know, uh, IT sponsors or even, even I think, like uh, Nike or, you know. Some, oh, some, wow. I think <laughs> you have to have a comfortable shirt and shoes yeah. in order to game correctly. Yeah. You know? I think uh, I think there was even talks about Coke, you know, help um, supporting Riot this uh, for oh, wow. Riot Rather. So, you know, That's crazy. You know, when Coke's starting to back your product, you know you got something good there. Yeah, man. And uh, these companies, I mean, they're sponsored. So, I mean, these people, their full-time job is oh, to play this video game. Of yes, of course. And they, they do get paid a, a salary by Riot if they're, if they're part of the... Uh, LCS or that's League of Legends Champion Series and that's where the North American the EU qualify and of course Korea and China have their own two different leagues the LPL yeah. and the LCK uh, formerly known as OGN you know but yeah. uh, there's also two different slots in there for wild cards so while you have these four big regions you know um there are ways to get in there for example I know Japan's got an up and coming region they're eventually going to get their own server uh, they're they're having to play on North America right now with their latency is um, really Crazy. bad. But yeah. they're they're finally breaking ground there. The cool. Riots made uh, a couple announcements this year. Awesome. And uh, of course, uh, Taipei's of course claimed one of the wild cards this year, and they're they're one of the former champions. So you know they're they're making their way back through, and we'll see we'll see how cool. it plays out. You know, feel cool. free to check it out, and I encourage anyone to take a look. Yeah, the the website. Um, let me see what do we got here. It's worlds.lolesports.com. Right, um, and I'll put this all in the show notes. You know, maybe maybe check this out. And it is kind of exciting. It's weird at first glance to to think about watching other people play video games, but when you're actually watching, you know, these games are really strategically driven. I mean, these people practice a ton and think of ways to to overcome different scenarios and to drive their team to beat the other team. And to kind of watch some of that unfold makes you think like, wow, I mean, like, who would have thought of that to yeah. do that? Right. You know, um, even if you don't even have a, a really an understanding of the game, it's still kind of cool to watch because there is a tremendous amount of teamwork, a lot of skill Oh, yeah, and, and skill even involved. if, you're, if you, you're new to the scene, you know, it's kind of exciting if, if you kind of have a basic understanding of how at least gameplay works or if you're familiar with Dota, it's not too big of a transition to understand what's going on in this MOBA, you know, and to be get behind your your region if you're you know North American if you're European you know they've got their USA, own teams <laughs> well, we've, we've got one hope you know that's that's <laughs> counter logic gaming and we'll yeah. see we'll see how they do yeah, I mean, well maybe cloud nine can also pull it out but cloud yeah. nine um I think they won the whole heroes thing didn't they, uh, the they I, I I'm not familiar with heroes but uh, okay. I know they have a they good, were featured on the heroes of the storm like front page they have a good uh, so. CS team as well for uh, counter uh, counter strike oh okay cool and uh, as well as is, uh, I'm guessing uh, Heroes team. Yeah, well. yeah, with, so. yeah. Um, no, that, that's awesome stuff. If uh, and if you guys ever want to contribute to the conversation or, or add your um, two cents, you know, we've got our email address. It's geek thirty podcast at gmail and um, you know, feel free to shoot us an email. If you guys are ever interested in playing games, shoot me an email. You know, I would love to play Heroes of the Storm with some of our listeners. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, so again, Justin, thank you so much. Of thank course, you, sir. Yeah, it was my pleasure, you know, spreading the love. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's excellent stuff. And I, I think that's a great 
time to wrap up the show. I feel like you're correct. What do you think, JoJo? Definitely. Um, so where can people reach us? So as you mentioned before, Alex, uh, geek30podcast at gmail.com. Geek30 is all spelled out. There's no numbers in there. So geek30podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geek30, again, spelled out. Or if you want, leave us a voicemail if you're analog like I am in old school at 443-424-3350. JoJo's not old school because he's old. He's just old school. And I'm also old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like we always say, guys, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Let us know uh, that you love us. And it also helps us get this show out uh, in front of folks. And uh, hopefully they, they listen. We get uh, a broader audience. We're really trying to let a lot of folks know. So let your friends know. And a special thanks to Jamie Sweetland, as always, for production and the awesome music that you guys hear and all those little sound bites that are really funny. Uh, thank you to Redbeard Brewery. That was an awesome experience this past weekend. So good. Uh, so and good. tonight, yes. yeah. I wasn't even there, and I want to be there now. Yeah. I'm no, wait, we might have I, to I might be going trip. tomorrow. Road trip? I'm just saying. All right. Um, I mean, I got to go to Pennsylvania anyway, so. Well, let's go south. So. I, I understand that. It's going to happen. down? And then up? <laughs> yeah. And then up? All right. I'm down. You just let me know. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Redbeard Brewery. Uh, you will be seeing me again, I promise. And thank you again to you guys for listening. Uh, we really appreciate all the love and support that you guys have given us. Thank you so much. And uh, we will see you all next time. As always, goodbye. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>